3: Mick McCarthy Once Island captain Twice Ireland manager And three times Barnsley player of the season Won the championship managing Wolves and Sunderland Won the double playing for Celtic Played 10 games for Lyon During which L'Equipe genuinely called him Mike McCarthy Plus author who is very much not on Roy Keane's Christmas card list Mick and Roy famously had a huge falling out at the 2002 World Cup But who was right, who was wrong And most importantly, who's got the better book? Find out as we reopen the battle that turned Ireland's last World Cup appearance into bedlam. It's Mick McCarthy versus Roy Keane. As
4: a stand-up comedian, you're told, with your best joke, with your second best joke, yeah mick has opened with his 300 worst jokes <laughs>
1: <laughs> sort of like if they made a version of titanic where every five seconds the captain turned to the camera and went i love icebergs
3: right World well, cups off gary doherty's injured <laughs> no point no point
1: how are we gonna stop Spain? how are they gonna stop us motherfucker
3: Hello, and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where, instead of literary classics, each episode we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Arthur Conan Doyle, more Owen Coyle. Could have gone a couple of ways. Could have gone Kevin Doyle. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, might, we might have thought had that was Kevin what Doyle. was coming. No, no.
1: Arthur, yeah. Uh,
4: Owen Leffield. Coyle's a nice throwback. also yeah, yeah it's Nice yeah. to hear Owen Coyle's name
3: again. That is what I liked about it as well.
4: I would. Yeah. I would personally. I would like the same number of syllables in the first. I, is, that the is exactly what I was going to say. Especially okay, with something okay, like Arthur okay. Conan
1: Doyle, where it has such a, a rhythm to it. Arthur yeah. Conan Doyle. You're expecting Hubbard uh, a Dub a Coyle. Yeah. More foils,
3: more um, less that's Coil's War Coil's War yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and thank well anyway thank you uh, regular book club contributor Matthew Brazier for that one I'm James Bug and over the weeks we'll be reading oh what I just, I just slagged off a listener's yeah, yeah, yeah. joke yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I'm so you thought <laughs> I came up with that <laughs> This is the first and last time you come on the podcast, Andy. Oh,
4: this is it's quite nice
3: that we, that we set we set this trap up, isn't it, at the start yeah, of the yeah, show. Go yeah, yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. on then. What do you what do you think of that, what? eh? Well uh, that was done by <laughs> eight-year-old an eight year old innocent listener.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was his last wish, the turn of ill, Ben from Andover, sent that in. <laughs>
3: Uh, right, we've got to crack on. I'm James Buck, and over the weeks, we'll be reading such classics as Didier Drogba's Commitment and Rio Ferdinand's Thinking Out Loud. But today it's part one of Mitt McCarthy versus Roy Keane, and we are reading Mitt McCarthy's World Cup diary, uh, imaginatively titled Ireland's World Cup 2002. And joining me to read it are Jack Bernhardt. Hi. And welcome to the show, another brilliant writer making his book club debut. You heard him just now slagging off Matthew Brazier. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, it is the creator of Apple TV's excellent trying, Andy Wharton. Hello. I'm not sure it's well I'm
4: not sure it's well enough for known show. T- you have to say Apple TV show trying. It's, it's had- not friends. You can't just say creative friends. <laughs> you can say
1: creative friends. <laughs> do, had- do you want to say creative
4: friends? No, you can say creative friends because it's friends. <laughs> right. But yes, any yeah. show that's not friends, you have to say, apple tv show
3: i mean it's, three series now. it's a three series now it's pretty good Yeah, that's a lot if it's not friends yeah. now andy when's it going to be friends <laughs>
4: yeah. when is it going to be friends yeah. <laughs> yeah i know
3: um welcome andy how you doing
4: uh i'm very well thank you very much thank you for inviting me on oh, yeah, um for making welcome. me read a book yes yep. well, this is the first book i've read since i would say 2019 oh, what wow oh, when i read at all I when I, I just don't I just, I just think Ons overrated. I just think, <laughs> yeah. just think TV is just wicked good now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 especially
1: yeah. since that Apple TV show
4: trial. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all I just watch it over and over again. And over again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, watched, I read I read um, Jonathan Franzen's Freedom and then oh, okay. this. That was the that was the. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You needed three years to recover from that and then uh, on to Yeah. Oh, I right. found this
4: quite traumatic, I'll be honest. It wasn't yeah. an easy read.
3: But, but was this your first ever football um, football autobiography?
4: I've read Bobby Robson's because okay. um, so I bought it for my dad like honestly, 25 years ago.
3: Okay. Um,
4: oh. Ipswich. Well, I'm an Ipswich fan. That's why I'm doing Mick McCarthy probably. Mm-hmm. So I bought Bobby Robson's. I think I probably have read another Ipswich one's back in the day when I was a kid. But this is, I think this is, yeah, Bobby Robson and Mick McCarthy. Okay. Are mm. oh, the two? Maybe Terry Venables. I, I want to say I read something about Terry Venables as well. You love a manager. The, you love a there manager. There was an I obituary recently. Yeah. Is it that? <laughs> yeah. <Huh? laughs> was it his <laughs> obituary? <laughs> I do prefer managers to players. I think it's more interesting. Okay. I yeah. just think they're always, they're, they tend to be a bit more candid. And also I really like tactics and coaching. And mm. I really like to read about it. And the players don't tend to talk about it as much. I,
3: I would say uh, no spoilers. I would say if you're looking for any tactical insight in this book, it really, really isn't very much in this. Not, I'm, I'm Whoa, not I'm saying oh. Mick McCarthy isn't a tactician, but in this book, I, I, I just,
1: I not, I, I think there's actually a fair bet, it, or an interesting. I mean, there is, there's some. It's not he's not like reinventing the wheel, but I do think that Andy's right in the sense that it was a book where you could tell this was someone who could see the whole pitch because obviously he can see the whole pitch because he's the manager mm-hmm. i felt like the actual like the the writing of the of of the the matches i thought was quite good personally but that's just me
3: i i i, I mean i mean i think more like Insight into like formations uh, yeah, oh, sure, yeah, and yeah. setup and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, 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 I mean, we he, he, it, he definitely did watch the games. Yeah,
4: he was definitely able to see both penalty areas yeah, exactly. And, and what else really is there? I mean, yeah. Like he, I have a whole bit. I have a whole bit on his tactics. Okay, um, okay so I'm so excited. We, so that. we may want to leave it till then. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I am fascinated by, by. By his tactics, by what past four tactics? Okay, in yes. sort of, in sort of <laughs> even relatively recently, said so 2002 is not that long no, ago, really, not that long no. ago. Um,
3: you know, you mentioned you're a Nipstech fan, uh, Andy, um, yeah. and <clears throat> I won't lie. A while ago, I did think it'd be funny to get us to do Mitt McCarthy versus Cormac McCarthy. Uh, <laughs> the fact that you've only just read, uh, you've read two books in three years, that might be more challenging. Uh, so it's a good. It's a good thing that another writer, comedian, wanted to do uh, Roy Keane's book as well, which is why we came up with the idea to t- reopen these old wounds and pit them against each other, Keane versus McCarthy. Because it was it well, was huge. It was massive. It was huge. And it's of course, yeah. it's it's the big uh, 21
1: and a half year anniversary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's well, a huge yeah. anniversary.
4: We had uh, to of celebrate. Of Mick McCarthy's depression that, that yeah. will never, yeah. We'll never that go. Yeah, never will never fully yeah, recover. Yeah, yeah. He's
3: been depressed for 21 yeah. and a half years now. Yeah.
4: Of, yeah. of having PTSD. Yeah. yeah But I think that which, does explain why the book is limit I think the, the, the extent to which the book is limited is because of how traumatic it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just feels like you're reading... A, a, a defense if you're reading someone who is desperate to defend himself against cause what he went through was honestly, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. No, I, yeah. It's totally I, I, wish it, I, my, I would wish it on my worst enemy, might <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't wish it on I wouldn't wish it on a mid ranking enemy. Yeah, that's I mean, true. It's just I, can you imagine that? it's just being absolutely hated by by a whole country while you're trying to manage a World Cup mm -hmm. imagine how stressful a World Cup is Mm -hmm. and that on top of it and it's a generation he did not have therapy he has not had any therapy about this (laughs) he hasn't had any therapy about this you know that you know he's dealt with this silently this
1: this book is the therapy come on
4: I know (laughs) yeah but it, I, I honestly, this I genuinely think he could well have PTSD about this. And if you hear him talk about it, like this is the guy that managed Ipswich. This, this he was so belligerent. He was so sensitive to criticism. Mm-hmm. He was stuck two fingers up to the crowd during the Ipswich Norwich game when we, when we were like booing the, the players, which I understand. But he was just absolutely. He was so defensive, and you can see why. It's because he just went through this time when everyone was calling for his head and everyone was telling him he was a terrible manager. In the press, it's like it's like the whole country was debating whether we were good writers. And it's just (laughs) can you imagine?
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> not the whole country. Not so. yeah, a small number. Depressingly. You mean the New A small number of people. <laughs> much people who the uh,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> come into the radio theatre, listen to
4: People come into the radio theatre, tut at you, James. Yeah. That's yeah. not the same.
1: They go, oh, well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, does that mean you we're gonna go easy on him today because of this ptsd mm-hmm. or
4: i mean i i i am on mixed side more than roy's i'll be mm. honest with you well I, save that but for I later. It.
3: but yes that is okay. good to know
4: but okay. with caveats that there were flaws
3: yes yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that as well as you can probably guess uh with the book's title it's a it's a it's, a, it's in diary form starting at the beginning of the qualifiers in 2000, all the way up to the end of the tournament in South, Af- in South Africa and South Korea and Japan in 2002. Uh, and all the drama along the way, including the the very juicy stuff that we will get to. But let's do it. Let's read Mitt McCarthy's World Cup diary, which I know isn't the name of the book, but it's, it's so much it's better to say than, than, than what, Island's what is, World yeah. Cup 2002. Know, with Cael <laughs> with <laughs> Devlin. With, yeah. uh, Carl, I think you'll find, actually. As someone really? who is, oh God, uh, sorry. Someone who is, as someone uh, who quarter, is angling for an island caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, over the show, we're going to go into the book in depth. There's a quiz and a ken song at the end. But first, let's see what Amazon's saying about the book. Um, it's got 4.9 stars. What from five ratings? that's still very high it is high it is high admittedly that is high but not for many however there's only one written review on there and it's it's not great (laughs) admittedly Um, so I found one on Goodreads courtesy of Peter Wilson uh, who gave it a three star review and it says Mm -hmm. (laughs) having read another book I decided to read this as well <laughs> did, did, he, did he read Jonathan Franzen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, that sounds like me. That's yeah. my review. I mean, read one other book in my life in 2019. Uh, uh, I decided to read this as well, but to, to find out more about this man. Not only was he a football manager of my club again, um, but also I wanted to see what he was like beforehand. I was interested, of course, in his side of a story that has three sides. Pure nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> has three sides? Yeah. What are the three sides, Roy Keane? Mitt McCarthy. What's the other one? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Jason McAteer. Jason McAteer, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's what Peter kind of thinks of it. Uh, but what did you think of it, Andy, as the guest? That's so funny. Your thoughts?
4: Um, <clears throat> I think that there. I mean, I think there are thirty good pages in it. Yep. Um, and sneakily he has topped them right right <laughs> in the middle of the book
3: <laughs> you say sneakily so, so, because I think most people would give up quite early on in this book I, it, it, it does get better but I think actually it's, uh, it's uh, the, the sneakiness uh, of it uh, is, is risky I think most
4: people would have just flicked to the I think most people have just flicked to the chapter. And I were would, I not I being so, yeah. paid vast amounts of money to come on this podcast, I would have, <laughs> just, I would have just flicked straight <laughs> to the chapter.
0: You, um,
3: you um, did commit to this properly. You did tell me that when I um, said to you, we need to do this in like the next couple of weeks, you were like, okay, I set myself a target. Was it 16 pages a day you told me you were doing?
4: I worked out with a calculator how many did I have to get through. <laughs> and it, it absolutely ruined my Christmas. <laughs> All through Christmas. That's I was what like, we like to do.
3: at what we the, like the
4: to end do. of there, I was like, no matter how good this day is, I know I've got 16 pages of of honestly like Andorra away oh, and, it's, whether, it's and the- whether he's going to play Duff in the number 10 position or on or, or further forward. That's <laughs> tactics, by the way.
3: Oh
0: yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, uh, also, yeah, the, the Nile Quinn testimonial
4: was where I was like,
3: I'm oh, done. Yeah, I, yeah. I just
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no relevance here. Um,
4: no, I it did is- skip. I did skip a qualifier too. That's, That's fair fair I did enough. skip a couple of qualifiers. You missed
3: literally nothing. It, it, yeah. it is
1: very much the um, I know the Simpsons reference immediately, but it's the when are we going to get to the fireworks factory mm, of mm. The, the sort of like you know, Saipan is coming, and you are like, come on, when's yeah. it? When's it going to get there? Yeah. When are we going to get there? And I mean, when we get there, it's really it's good. good.
4: It is good. It is good. It's really good.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. but as, it, a sta- as a as a stand up um,
4: comedian, you are told to open with your best. Well, open with your best joke. Close with your second best joke. Yeah. Mick has opened with his three hundred worst jokes. <laughs> 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 well. Um, and then he's and then he's then he's told honestly four fucking blinders yeah, yeah. and then just limped off stage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's sort of gone like, uh, we're gonna spend another twenty minutes just just in silence for a bit. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: But I think it was because he Because uh, that, that qualifying pain was came, came, was genuinely impressive. I mean they beat mm-hmm. yes, Holland, they drew with Portugal, they they didn't get they didn't slip up against anyone no and way. i think he wanted that on record to say ha- you know l- look at what we did
1: yeah I, you know? I i absolutely cuz i was i had the exact same thing where i was like this is the dullest thing i've ever read it's so boring mm. why i just get to
4: mm. get
1: to the, the the interesting stuff and once we got to the interesting stuff i was sort of a bit like you again, I just was set, like felt a sense of like sadness because you do realize that like he knows that he's only the only oh, people are only going to get this book for what happened before the world cup and with the whole fallout of Roy Keane, but he wants to spend, he's got you hostage for 150 pages. where yeah. he's like, No, you, you're going to hear now how yeah. well we did. Cause we did really yeah. fucking well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, it's boring, but you sort of are like, fair enough in a way. It's but good.
4: Of, but the, the job with the job with the international football is good. Qualifying campaigns are boring. Yeah, they yes, are. That's if, they're, if they're I, interesting, you've done them wrong.
3: I, I mean, there is some like there is drama throughout because you know, there's always something going on that bubbling up yeah. which is causing a chart. And I wonder if the book might be more interesting if we didn't know that the huge thing was coming. Uh, that the other dramas yeah. might feel much. Because basically, I thought the book could be summed up in one line, which is on page twenty two. Uh, which was, nothing is ever easy when you're Mick McCarthy and the manager of the Republic of Ireland international football team. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, absolutely. That, that's, that is basically, the whole book could be that one line, and that's done. That, was such,
1: that was such a funny line. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it could have it, it just been, nothing's ever easy for me, or nothing's ever easy yeah, for yeah, me yeah, and yeah, my yeah, team. Yeah. And yeah. Nothing's ever easy for Mick McCarthy and the international
3: yeah. Irish football team. But it does feel like that. Throughout that, yeah. and he is very downtrodden to, writing it.
4: Uh, I, but I think this book, and we're going to get into the, in depth on this book, this book, to me, I think you could draw in modern mental health, health theories. I think mm. you can draw in state of the nation, the way everyone wants to be a victim. Billionaires want to be victims now. Ricky Grace wants to be a victim. Everyone wants to be a victim. <laughs> Mick McCarthy loves being a victim. We all like being victims. Mm. We all love it. Mm. But Mick McCarthy's personality at this point becomes set as the worries me a little bit. Mm. And to be fair... A little bit is, but he's. But from this point on, he becomes. You know, Lady Luck continues to shit on me. By the way, Mick McCarthy. You know, that, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's that's who he becomes, and it's a very tempting sort of narrative. You know, it's a. It's. You. I think we all need to be victims a little bit to get through the fucking day, especially when you're having days like him. Can we yeah. swear? Can we say fucking?
1: Oh, we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can say. It oh, twice. we can say. It. Yeah, I, I, let's <laughs> keep going. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Amazing. <laughs> um, I, I think that's interesting because I was sort of wondering. When when do you think this book is written?
4: Like it's August 20 August 2002 it says at the back. You, uh, is it
1: August? Think, I thought it was October. So That's interesting. It says so, so it was published October. It's interesting because it's published October and um it's the, the yeah the, the the bit at the top is August 2002. But it can't all be written on August 2002, can it?
4: Well, I imagine like, he just I don't know how ghostwriters, but I imagine he just sits in a room and tells him everything and he writes it all down. All do you could do this pretty quickly. Maybe, maybe
3: it's an ongoing thing with uh, I think it must have been an ongoing the, the thing with uh, the Durban. Because what was I the think last
4: date of the last game?
1: The last game was June, uh, as June something, and then it's August. There's an afterthought where he's like, "We all came back and you know came yeah, everyone a started and all the rest." Of yeah. it. and then he says in August, like, "Oh yeah, we've just beaten Finland three 0 Hopefully we'll qualify for 2004." And then literally like two weeks after this comes out, Mick resigns, uh, yeah. which is really sad. Did he, but, did like, he resign I mean- because he took the Sunderland job? or did he no he, was, no, he, he got I, I, he got sacked he was basically huh? he was it, was, it, it, it wasn't going, the qualification oh, job totally for was not going well and he wanted like he was pushed out basically ah. but i i suppose my question is that i, I completely agree with the ghost Race thing and that's usually how these books are written where you're like someone says sit down and we'll go through your whole thing but this is so the the, the time frame is so quick mm-hmm. and there's he gets through so much stuff and he's also just had an incredibly traumatic uh, thing that's happened to him, I feel like he must have been writing it from 2000. That's yeah, how I feel. I i, I, f- I feel like right, it must be yeah. an ongoing thing. Yeah, just because also there's so much stuff where you're like, you wouldn't say that if you knew what was coming uh, right. uh, regarding like Roy well, Keane and the rest of it.
3: That that is a very interesting point because right, as as we'll come to later, he's, he's, Roy Keane does pop up a lot in it, but there is nothing uh suggesting there's there's sometimes like oh. Roy's a bit grumpy. There's that kind of stuff there, but there's nothing really like suggesting that, oh, it's going to really, really, really kick off. I mean, there's the
4: Iran, the Iran qualify, which is when when I think that's that's when, when his behaviour does seem to be Suspect, I think I was. I was so stunned he didn't go with the team to to Iran. Yeah, me too. Even if you're injured, I you mean, even if you're, and, yeah. even if you, you sure. I mean, you surely got to go. Well, because so, again, so the, for the, for the, the, the context, crucial
1: the, game yeah. to
3: call a uh, World Cup, they're two yeah.
1: up from the first leg. But if they, you know, they have to, to you know, not lose in Iran too badly. And Keane says he's injured and just doesn't turn up and then doesn't say bye to everyone. And it yeah. is, just, it's just, it's, it's bonkers. And I can't. The I sliding, the sliding
4: doors moment is I wonder because, because, because. The argument centred later on in Saban where Mick McCarthy, well, Roy King thinks Mick McCarthy accuses him of, 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 of feigning injury to get, out, to get out of that game. And the reason he got out of that game is because the deal he did with Alex Ferguson was, if the game is done,
3: mm-hmm.
4: you've got a dodgy knee, you don't play. And so I just wonder what, what, what would have happened to Ireland had they won that first game 1-0 mm-hmm. yeah. and the game wasn't mm-hmm. done. And 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 it wasn't a question of whether he fainted because he he would have gone probably and played. I think. we best friends?
3: Best friends still to this day, actually. Well, <laughs> you know, I... I think.
1: <laughs> but it, 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 yeah, I I agree. There are there are lots of moments where you're like this. this if this had just been slightly different, maybe this horrible thing wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I agree.
3: We'll, he, we'll, he, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to the Roy Keane stuff later yeah, because okay. that'll be that'll be we've got. See, there's a lot to open up. That. And you know, I feel like. I feel like Mick's life has probably been so dominated by Roy Keane, we should give Mick a chance to give have a Just time Mick to. on it by himself. Yeah, yeah. So just to focus on him. And Andy, I know that there's um, one thing that you in particular wanted to pick up on, uh, which he has some problems with, which was uh, the diary format of the book in general.
4: Well, yeah, I think we've we've, sort of, we've talked about it a little bit. I, I, it, it is a, It is a bummer. It's like you know, it is it is disappointing because <laughs> you're all geared up for it. Um, there, there there have been some successful diaries over the years. Yep, and you can you can that you can learn from. Mm-hmm. And I sure. would say Anne Frank's diary did not start uh, in 1931. Re- really
3: hoping you weren't going to say that one. Back. <laughs> we can we can say fucking, but you she can't knew say how
4: to get. She got to the. She was. She knew how to get to the the crux of the matter.
3: Yeah, Yep. Um, yep. yep. <laughs> I had I will without say, the the, other, without the assistance of journalist Cahal Durban as well. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: um, but the other thing, it tries to, to keep the excitement going for the whole mm-hmm. book. It tries to stop mm-hmm. you um, racing to the end. But then what he's also done is he's put a lot of pictures in the book mm-hmm. in two sort of two groupings. Mm-hmm. And all of the pictures give away... <laughs> What happens afterwards, including one picture where a fan is holding up a banner featuring the scoreline of a match he is yet to describe. <laughs> <laughs> so all of his good work in trying to pace us yeah. Yeah. is completely undone. That's- by, by this one picture of him commiserating with the players after they lose the penalty shootout, and it and it's before the and it's before the World Cup. <laughs> that's
3: a really interesting. And one. it's just because that happens in every autobiography. And you are right. I do always look at that, look ahead at those bits and go like, oh, that's ruined that segment in is, there. Yeah, it, you, it is yeah.
4: impossible not to look at pictures, glossy pictures like that when you come. In. You can't skip over them and go back. I, you have to look yeah. at them. Arguably,
1: I think I, I I start by looking at those pictures and then yeah, just, to, just to gear me up for the rest mm-hmm, of the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
3: I would
4: absolutely say. jump
1: there and then go back.
3: Uh, uh, um, Actually for a book as text heavy as this one is,
4: oh, it's so text yeah. heavy, yeah. Although I think in defense the... of Mitt McCarthy, there's not anyone reading this book who doesn't know the scores <laughs> of the games. It, it, yes. it, uh, did, no, did, no did we was... win? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to wait for the book. Yeah. <laughs> I did that's forget... why he rushed it out. I yeah. did
3: forget Holland went out. I assumed it wasn't, um, it was Portugal who hadn't qualified in that group, but yeah, no, oh, yeah. I it. mean, stuff like that, yeah. 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 I mean,
4: I honestly can't remember. Can you remember who won the, who won the FA Cup two years ago?
3: Um uh, uh,
4: no, Two one could ever.
3: Uh, yeah, exactly. Liverpool.
4: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe.
3: Yes. But there's no way of knowing. Yeah, it was the same day Prom- Eurovision. <laughs> I remember watching it my friend's house. <laughs> Liverpool beat uh, someone. Chelsea. Chelsea. I think it was. Let's go with. Don't that. Don't you think sure. there's
4: so much? There's so much football now. It just absolutely morphs into each other. And I haven't got a clue. I will. Okay, so I, I agree with that. But I do also think
1: that 2002, for me, was like a pivotal World Cup. Mm-hmm, so right. I remember quite a lot. Like, I, you know, I can tell you all about Ronaldinho's goal against uh, England. I can tell you all about uh, Rivaldo uh, holding his face after the Turkey match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like there, there, I think there are certain things where you're like, that's been like, what? burned into my brain. But I couldn't was tell this- you what, you know
4: yeah was this the year that england broke your heart because we all have different years oh no, no well, 98 was the year england broke my heart right because uh, this, this 96
1: yes i was gonna say that's a that's a i was like two years later
3: and i was like hey guys this is
1: fun everyone else is
3: like "Nope." i think mine was 2018 <laughs> mine was 2018 my big one really runs. oh yeah. you kept it you kept it intact I, all of that because I, 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 I never really i, I liked it touch a all, but i never really cared quite as much And then, when the England team was basically the Spurs team, I got really upset. Yeah, when
4: when
3: I I remember being
4: absolutely, absolutely heartbroken, into the extent that I still can't. Well, actually, nineteen ninety, I remember as well, Mm, and I remember when Gary Lineker scored, running down the bottom of the garden, absolutely thrilled, and then absolutely heartbroken. Um, but you, I was young. Are like, you, are you like sure you remember or it,
3: or are you just remembering Bobby Robson's autobiography? Is that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 but I, I don't know about you, but genuinely, if 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 clips of that match, that 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 is it, cheering the England Germany nineteen ninety. If clips oh, yeah. of that come on, mm. I would have to turn. I have right. to turn it off. Yeah, really. It is honestly deeply, genuinely deeply upsetting. Mm-hmm, mm. And and to say with ninety six, I cannot. They showed um, a replay of it a while ago. The the idea of sitting through that is honestly it's Mm. like reading through old like like your first girlfriend's like love letter. I mean, it's (laughs) honestly the the idea of it would be so heartbreaking. And by ninety eight, I had got I was a hard callous stone of my heart, and I was like I was willing them to go out like fuck you, I fuck (laughs) you, I hated them. Do you remember when we watched... Were we all together when we watched Iceland? Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. It was funny, right? Because by then, I was now absolutely not... I was like, I was done with love. And I was just (laughs) laughing at them. I was absolutely (laughs) happy. I was delighted.
1: Oh yeah. I I, I mean, I wonder if there's a similar thing with, like, if, like, Irish people... I mean, surely this is the last World Cup, like, Ireland have been in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to... I mean, I don't want to be...
4: I don't want to be sort of xenophobic, like, plucky Irish. But, I mean... I mean, it would have hurt. But do you think it only happens if you support a country which th- thinks it's going to win a World Cup?
3: It, well, uh, um, no. I, I mean, I, no. I think I think you are right to an extent. Yeah, and I think that's what Roy. even not to bring up again, but I think Roy Keane even gets annoyed about that. That um, he he would hate the fact that you just said that. The fact that people go, "Oh, the plucky Irish," they're just turning up yeah, for a no, laugh, exactly. basically there um but i do yeah. th- i do but think they, were right.
4: they, they could have got to the semi they could have got to the semis yeah this was that
3: mad world cup where korea and uh turkey played in the third and fourth place playoff so yeah like it was oh, yeah, And yeah, usa yeah, yeah. got to the quarterfinal and all kinds of mad teams yeah, yeah, were really yeah. Far like,
1: it. It, it was it was the thing where if if because i don't know who, who did spain play in the quarterfinals was it south korea no. korea
3: yeah it was korea i think yeah so who did did, korea beat italy korea beat italy korea beat italy Italy, and then then they beat spain Spain, i think yeah yeah
1: oh wow yeah so it it could have you know ireland could have gone quite far
4: i think so they would have played korea in the quarters they played korea in the quarters and then they would have played uh
1: what uh germany again in the um in the semis
4: so that is hot. so that is that is that's pretty heartbreaking. heartbreaking. <laughs> then, if you go out and you think we had we would, if you told us before, we have to beat South Korea to be in the World Cup semifinal.
3: Mm-mm.
1: Yeah,
4: I mean. Uh, as an Ipswich fan, uh, we've just drawn Maidstone at home in the fourth <laughs> round of the FA Cup. And I'm already looking at hotels. I'm already going, do you know what? You've got to win six games to win the FA Cup. Well, well we want- we're two in already. We, can't- <laughs> uh, we, we are one lucky draw away from being one lucky draw away from being one lucky draw away from being the final. Yeah, yep. I'm watching the final. Anything can happen.
1: But I do, yeah. I, I, but I think that, and also this yeah. island team was
4: good. They were yeah. really good. Yeah, they were good. Well, this is the thing, this is the thing about, James is going to stop us talking about Roy Keane, but this is the thing is, you do wonder, it's hard to know what to think about this, uh, this island team, yeah. because are they a team which has Robbie Keane, Damien Duff, Kevin Kilban, a s- really solid goalkeepers, mm. cracking full I mean, Stephen Carr was out, but, yep. you know, really yeah. good. As mentioned, good, good
3: every five pages in the book. Um, <laughs> he does love Stephen, Stephen Carr. Carr loves, loves um, Stephen Carr loves he loves his to- he's,
4: oh, he's pacey oh he loves his yeah. pace he yeah. loves his pace
3: there was a line in there when, when Stephen Carr ruled out the World Cup where he goes just as the World Cup will continue without Stephen Carr and Gary Doherty so it will continue without Roy Keane
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <It's like, laughs> <laughs> I love the like organizer going, look right World Cup's off Gary Doherty's yeah. injured <laughs> yeah, right, that's, that's, no point no point what's the point <laughs> I um, do
4: wonder whether yeah, Gary Doherty will come to Gary, Gary Doherty is a funny runner in this book yeah. because it, he almost cops it more than Roy Keane. Like, every, every, I would say, every not every page, but every 20 pages, yeah. Mick McCarthy says, don't see him as a striker. Don't see him as a striker. He's like, so all right, funny. we know that.
3: That is his country. Ha- he's a good lad hell. and he's... <laughs> it's and, like, Gary Doherty's going, what the fuck did I do?
4: Yeah. And
1: also, Gary, and usually Mick McCarthy will say it after Gary Doherty scored maybe one or two goals in a yes. game. <laughs> But he saved know, his career. Yeah. As, it's it, always like, it's in great
3: the... hat Gary. Don't see you as a striker, yeah, though, mate. You're definitely yeah. a defender. Yeah. In, as, as a Spurs fan, Doherty was broke neither a defender or a striker, I'll be honest. So I think yeah. I, McCarthy <laughs> give, giving him at least one of them is quite kind. And he's tell. certainly
4: not a midfielder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was sent into a Wikipedia loop on a, on a few occasions in this book, and Gary Doherty was one of them, actually. Yeah. Um, but, but everyone's got a story. Like, he broke his leg really badly, and he was never quite the same after it. So you think, even Gary Doherty sat at home now
3: going, you know what? Mm. You know, if I had a contact World Cup, yeah. didn't break my leg. Well you know that's such an interesting thing you say because do you remember after this World Cup, Gary Breen was on the verge of joining, I think, Inter Milan, but oh, failed, failed a medical because he was on a free transfer. Which yes, is mentioned in the book. He's like, like, yeah. He was on a free transfer, but he was yeah. but
4: he was playing without insurance. Yeah, that yes. was really interesting. This, That's world that. So, this
1: is the thing that we're in, Within this, I think the diary format is terrible, and I agree it's really, really bad. But I do think there is a sense of immediacy that comes from it, that means you get these amazingly weird snippets, like the fact that Gary Breen had no insurance and they couldn't. That just comes randomly out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That that seems to because in a different book, one that had a better sense of the narrative of what uh mick mccarthy was trying to actually say which probably would be completely dom- the whole book would be completely dominated by roy Keane if he took a step yeah. back and said tell me the story of 2002 the whole yeah. thing would be colored by it i do think that the incredibly scattergun incredibly repetitive stuff does mean occasionally you get a, a really weird and interesting fact like gary Breen not having insurance um yeah, uh, yeah just th- that pops up and you're like oh that's actually really interesting and yeah I, not that I, I'm happy I read this book at all, but that there's, there's a benefit to it as well. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah. I didn't know we were going to be using words like immediacy in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. so okay. and
1: just uh, want so sorry. What, what,
3: what is it, a <laughs> Jonathan Franson book review podcast?
1: <laughs> uh, were you reading this book being like getting a lot of Jonathan Franson vibes from this?
3: <laughs> um, another thing the diary um, format does is you get these kind of mad sandwiches of events that kind of happen oh in one God. page. In particular, one where uh, Mick McCarthy says, I'm in Sarajevo on a UNICEF trip to raise awareness of the plight of the children who've lost limbs in landmine explosions, when my phone rings repeatedly. Half the world wants to tell me that Roy's been stretched off playing at May night in the Champions League clash with TV La Carina. Then he talks about um, Roy's knee for about a paragraph, and then back to landmines. <laughs> the visit to Sarajevo, by the way, is a harrowing experience. It's now seven years since the conflict in Bosnia ended, but the children are still living through the horrors of war. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get that in any
1: other book. <laughs> that that also happens another time where he's like, we've had lots of things here. Obviously, we couldn't play in this match because we were being carpet bombed, and I didn't oh, want yeah. to go and play in a- Iran because uh, the war in Afghanistan had just begun. Yeah, like, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. But
4: that is like that is like a news bulletin during a World Cup, which is yep. England have gone through to the quarterfinals. Also, there's a war now starting. <laughs> you know, that is how it's. You know, yeah, I think I think this this book is also the way it's structured is like a metaphor for his reign. Which is very boring for a long, long time. Then exciting for a very little bit, and then it ends mm. quicker than you thought. Yeah. Yes. Even even the end of the book, he spends almost no time on the Spain game.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he sure. really does just say, kind of, oh, and then we we had a chance, but we, like, and then he took a penalty, and he, well, and, and you're done. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost like he, maybe he can't bear to think mm. about it.
1: If you didn't know whether. Ireland have won the World Cup. You'd get a clue by the fact there are only five pages to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah, last yeah, 16. yeah, yeah.
3: It is I amazing how oh quick God. it goes. Imagine getting in going, to Oh, a... there's a second part. Jesus. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> part
3: two, another four hundred pages.
4: Yeah, it's hard to not show what's happening when you know the World Cup is on day sort of fifteen and there's yeah. twelve pages left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna have to he's yeah. gonna have to rattle yeah. through the World Cup party. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We had a we had a uh, an open top uh, tour bus through Dublin. It was great. Yeah. Anyway,
4: um, the, the open top bus is going to have to be a paragraph at most yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. The final is going to be half a page. <laughs> um,
3: yeah. you know, yeah. d- just one thing I was going to say in there. Did everyone else m- notice that he repeatedly mentioned some saying about pissing in a tent? Yes. No one noticed that. that- yeah, that's it's a, a famous, very famous thing
4: that he. LBJ. It's a famous. Oh, is it? Oh, is yeah, it? it's it? a famous LBJ
3: to, uh, quote as well.
1: Uh, sorry, but you said what you were going to say?
4: Sorry, he said that. He said that a lot. Of Ipswich. Did, Did lot he? Did he? Oh. Yeah, he was always saying, "You either you in the tent pissing out or, or, or outside the tent pissing in," yeah, which, which isn't you. true. You can be outside the tent and not pissing. It's <laughs> yeah, it, it, true.
1: <laughs> in in, <laughs> but in but the tent and not pissing. <laughs> also if you're outside the tent you don't have to piss into the tent you can, no, piss you can you exactly yeah yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There, exactly there are, yeah. there are other A options whole, the whole world to piss on yeah uh yeah, yeah. which is where the lbj quote it's came very from. george
4: <laughs> bush that isn't it it's very yeah. very much you know <laughs> with us or with us or against us yeah <laughs> yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> look there's gonna be piss
4: where do you want yeah it? <laughs> Uh, uh, that yeah, that it, was a famous that was a famous MM aphorism. Aphorism, aphorism. Yeah, aphorism. Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 Um yeah. Oh, I, I just remembered as well. We're, we're, we're gonna go on a break in a second, I'm gonna ask for you out the context of context Mick McCarthy's. But Andy, you've got a story about Mick McCarthy. I remember you telling me, uh which I think you wanted to raise. Do you want to do it now? Happy
4: to do it now. Yeah. So this is another another Mitt McCarthy aphorism. Okay. Which is whenever he actually probably isn't an aphorism. But, um whenever he we would go and play in a difficult away game, he would say if you offer me a point now, I wouldn't get on the bus. And he would say that about almost every single away game except the teams in the bottom three. <laughs> and, he would, and he would invariably go to the away game and he would line up with four centre-backs across the back and maybe one in midfield if he could squeeze one in. Um, <laughs> so it, I, I, I was going to fly into Bologna with my mother and I was in Gatwick Airport and I see Mick McCarthy, oh. which is... And I sit there for about 10 minutes thinking I can't go up to Mick McCarthy. And I went up to him and... I said hi. I said I'm a fan. He said, "Oh yeah." And He was honestly lovely, absolutely lovely, oh, absolutely, lovely. I bet. absolutely lovely. He Said you're a massive club. You deserve to be back in the back in the Premier League. You know, really good cup. Enjoyed my time there. Um, ended a bit badly, but we we're in League One at that point, or we were about to get relegated to League mm. One. So he was like, oh, wow. he was. I think he was able to be a bit smug about it. Okay. Anyway, I said thank you. For your time. He was going to Portugal where where he or Spain where he owns a house. Where he was playing golf. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely! And uh, of course, of course, he was. Yeah, Um, (laughs) and uh, and then I said, "Hey, if they offer you a point, you wouldn't get on the plane, would you?" Which I was very, very proud of.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What what did you say? "Eh." He laughed. He laughed. He laughed. That's good. That's good. good. Uh,
1: I think he does have a bit of a sense of humour, doesn't he?
4: He does have a sense of humour. Yeah, I'm not sure it comes across in
3: the book totally, but I do think he usually does.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. This is why I was actually excited to read the book. There's one line in it that. Is exactly the sen- Exactly the sort of humour that I expected to get from him. Which mm-hmm. is on page ninety eight, where he yeah. says, "I get a laugh from the press when I tell them that Fiona and I have been discussing the security situation in Tehran and have decided that only one of us should go." So she's flying out on Monday. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a funny joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a good joke. That is a good. It's joke. That's a good joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> there was a few things like there was there's bits where. He, it was the old like saying like, like the pissing in the tent or what well, he says something yeah. about like um, it was about as useful as an ashtray on a motorbike that kind of yeah. thing is what yeah. I can imagine him yeah. saying yeah
1: I no, wanted absolutely. more of that yeah
3: um, I
4: wanted so much more of that
1: I, I think also because because the whole thing is in diary form like you get a lot of um repeated things over and over again so he says his one like line about like want to go back to club football oh club football that's the asylum he must say that about 20 times it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. like
4: yeah it, i think that's But look at us prodding a traumatized man to be funnier no you know what <laughs>
3: and we'll be doing more of that after the break uh, yeah. <laughs> no before we go out of context mick mccarthy please has anyone got a line that they particularly enjoyed from the book I've got, it's quite a long one but it really made me
1: laugh okay. and it's I, if i can give a tiny bit of context is when they're flying to japan for the world cup and it says i'm dying for the guy checking my passport to ask me why we're flying to the world cup with a dutch airline my vindictive streak wants to have the chance to reply because you're not but he never asked the <laughs> question <laughs>
4: <laughs> also, it doesn't. Also, it doesn't make any sense because they have the wrong No, no. no. They, I believe KLM have the capacity to fly two teams. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're like, well, I really hope we get this island gig now because it, now that Holland aren't going, wow, well, we've got a massive gap okay. in our.
4: <laughs> I was imagining him at the airport in the, in the all-bar One, just wandering past, dropping his ticket accidentally by a lady's by a lady's table. Oops! Huh?
1: <laughs> Let me just get my Dutch airline KLM ticket up here.
4: Oh, this is just my this is just my pass when we get to the World Cup. <laughs>
3: Um, to to counteract Jack's long one I've got a very small one which is uh, my backside is about to go into the bacon slicer big time
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that one so much
4: it's really good good Um, this is a bit this is in the middle before the game begins Stan pulls the players in for a Celtic style huddle it's something we planned a few days back I want the team to unite to play for each other like never before he gets them together and tells Breen to shut up because he's shouting (laughs) (laughs) A real camaraderie real camaraderie you're building there
3: what is a Celtic huddle
4: I'd imagine it's pretty similar to a huddle but with yeah. Celtic people yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's, that's probably it time now for a break everyone but when we return we will be chatting Mick and the media and yes get ready for some Roy Keane rage see you in a few hello James here and we at Football Book Club want you that's right you to join something special, something exclusive, we want you to join the Football Book Club Club. The Football Book Club Club is the home of even more Football Book Club action, and now it's cheaper than ever to become a full member at just £3.50 a month. There's three tiers. By signing up to our Bookworm tier, you get an exclusive members-only episode of Football Book Club every fortnight, filling the gap between regular episodes with more Book Club fun and, frankly, a frighteningly deeper analysis of whatever book we are reading the episode. Plus, you get access to all the bonus episodes recorded so far. There's over 20 of them on there. Well, 20. And most excitingly, you'll get your hands on a special edition Money Can't Buy bookmark you can put inside your personal copy of Darren Huckabee's Huck's All that for just £3.50 a month. For context, that's a tenth of the cost of a cameo message from Ian Dowie. And a cameo is what, 30 seconds? For that price, you get 10 episodes. Three and a half hours of content. I dread to think what you have to pay to get three and a half hours of content from Ian Dowie. You'd have to remortgage your house. But I digress, and if that's still not right for you, if you really love the show, you can join the Super Bookworm tier, and if you like the show but don't want to pay that much, you can support the show for just £1 a month on the Casual Reader tier. You won't get the bonus episodes, but yes, you will get that bookmark. Head to patreon.com forward slash football book club for more details. So if you enjoy the show, please consider joining up. It really does help us to keep making the show, because books don't grow on trees. They are trees, kind of. And trees are expensive. But the Football Book Club club isn't. So join today at patreon.com forward slash football book club or by following the link in the episode notes. See you back at the clubhouse.
1: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for
4: 20% off your first purchase.
0: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection.
3: Welcome back to Football Book Club, where it is still McCarthy versus Keane, Part One, and we are still reading Mick McCarthy's diary, Ireland's World Cup 2002. Jack, mm-hmm. anything you want to bring up from this very uh, long book?
1: <laughs> it's a it's a, it's a real long book. I'm fascinated by um I don't know what you guys think about. It. I think actually probably because uh, Andy knows Mick better through his Ipswich days, but his relationship and with his the airport media,
3: days
4: and his airport days, of <laughs> yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um i i find his attitude towards the media fascinating in this book not just from like a you know like a world cup the fishbowl everyone like getting at him but Mm -hmm. um almost from the get-go there is a kind of uh i want to say like a barely concealed fury that seems to be going through the whole time Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. it's it's sort of amazing in a way that he seems to be on the defensive from the get-go um in in, in everything that he does Mm -hmm. like, um, when they, they they have these good results and he seems to celebrate these good results they you know they beat holland and they beat all the other people and he's always sort of saying like and then we have to go to the press conference and let me tell you oh the media let me have it oh my god i just couldn't get through one single one single question with this media before they get on my back but a lot of the times the questions or the things they're saying are, are very normal questions yeah <laughs> like, yeah there's, i was there's there's one where where they just not just after they've beaten holland i think they've beaten them one nil and they say happy with that mick and he goes here we bloody go
3: (laughs) 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 what do i what what do i say see i i don't want there to be more pages to this book but i feel no. like there is a lot um has obviously happened before 2000 because mick has been in charge since 96 yeah. i think at this yeah. point yeah. so there is obviously a lot of um uh, tension that's built up over the years before yeah. and I, I mean like you know, the book could be 700 pages long where it start starting yeah. the um Euro 96 playoff or wherever it is it, but, but i
1: there, i will say that when it started and, and you and you know it's a diary format and it starts with the words 1999 i was like oh fuck
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, I it, Here
4: we well, go. it starts delighted. in ninety nine it oh, no, starts um, with the last minute defeat at uh, in in, or Macedonia, yeah. in Macedonia I, I yeah, started yeah, yeah, yeah. reading
3: this book this is no lie I started reading this book in May and I finished it in December <laughs> this is the, the, <laughs> yeah. I'm usually really quick and I usually do it in one in one go I set this book aside to read on holiday when I was in Italy I was on a three-hour train I was like right I'll probably get through my, most of the book probably through that. I got through 25 pages it was so yeah. slow to read I just got into no rhythm whatsoever it and then I couldn't dense. look at it for seven months until we said we were going to record the episode, but- and then I forced myself on Boxing Day to read the whole thing. <laughs> on yeah. Boxing Day, oh fucking
4: hell! <laughs> oh. Yeah, wow, boxing Day, read the wow. whole thing. What
3: a what a Boxing Day that <laughs> the was. The matches going on in the background. Uh, yeah, read it all. I,
4: I as as a man who's just been to a Buddhist um, sound bath and stormed out in <laughs> a fury, I, I have to say I can't. I can't really, I can't be too too critical of Mick. I mean, I think I would be at, I would be on the defensive constantly. if I, was yeah, I, I mean, I, I do agree. think, uh, but, but, but but I I do think it's not helpful. Like it just certainly doesn't help. Th- but th- I just I just think because he's because Jack Charlton started the if you grandfathering people into the Irish team, and I, I've never known how that was how that was regarded mm. in Ireland, really. But my suspicion is is he was always regarded as plastic, plastic Irish. Uh, yeah.
3: to, I actually don't think that is the case. However. You will find out that Roy Keane, unsurprisingly, has differing opinions uh, next week. But yeah, I think he was um, but, but, quite well regarded
1: in general. Jack's okay, but but surely is
3: Mick not seen as a bit of a? I think Mick's also seen a right. interloper. Mick, Mick at least has. I don't think Jack's got any connection to to Ireland, right? Apart from managing them, whereas Mick at least oh, is, yeah, is, is the son of an it, Irish it, is the son of an Irishman, and uh, yeah, yeah, Captain the yeah yeah, and, yeah. His dad's
4: Irish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't help that he's just got such a, such a strong Yorkshire accent. Yeah, no, exactly. He's just so <laughs> strong. Do you think he, just have a go at the accent, Mick.
3: Go on. I, I, I will agree with that. Also, just to go back about three minutes, thank you for dropping in the Buddhist sound bath and giving our <laughs> uh, listeners so much credit you didn't even need to explain what that is or why it'd be a surprise that you were there. So that was it.
4: Uh... You basically give give someone 25 quid and you lie on the floor <laughs> with a blanket over you and a woman bangs a gong for about <laughs> an hour. And I, I just thought I'd give it a go. And honestly, just absolutely furious. I, I was about as relaxed as a fighter pilot. I was absolutely on edge the whole time. It's like 15 people in a room in close proximity. I'm hot, I'm sweating, people snoring. I'm furious that I can't relax as well as they are now. I'm thinking, well, why have they gone in their lives? Are they able to relax? Why shouldn't I be able to relax? And I'm just <laughs> wide awake. And it was, it, I was 15 minutes in and I thought, you know what? I've got, I, I can't sit here for 45 more minutes. I, I have to leave. And so I just like, like tiptoed over everyone's <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> It. i Is went to the, the incredibly song, squeaky door and, I, ee- ee- oh.
1: and the foley yeah. door um i also like the idea of storming out on tiptoes that's uh yeah that's a yeah. <laughs> nice image nice image
3: and, yeah. and that this book wound you up so much you had to go <laughs> you had to like go to a buddhist <laughs> sound bath <like, unlined laughs> to really try and get the stress it. out
1: yeah. I, yeah I mean i, I know we, i I, look, I agree i think i would be in a similar place if i was mick um but it's the fact that The media, I don't think in the suggestions, in in the times when he gets so annoyed, a lot of the things they say aren't that bad at all. And actually, a lot of them have been said by other people. And he's kind of gone, yeah, I agree. Like, there's a bit where they're talking about Spain in the build up to Spain. Uh, they watch spain play against uh i can't remember who they play against they do very it's africa and they do really really well and matty holland's like god they're good aren't they and uh mick mccarthy's like you're right matty they are very very good they're a good footballing team and then in the in the in the press conference uh someone says basically along something along the lines of um spain are good aren't they and Mick mccarthy's like You fucking prick! (laughs) How fucking dare you ask a question like, "How are we going to stop Spain? How are they going to stop us, motherfucker?" And then, then, like next the next day, like uh, the Spanish coach is like, "Oh, Ireland are good," and he's like, "That's really nice of him." That's like just, (laughs) just he just. (laughs) <laughs> i i i think i would go mad i think i would go mad yeah. before i became island manager and before yeah. the roy Keane stuff and before also that whole the whole tension of the you know the, the 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 weirdest thing about this whole media thing is that they're in japan um you know talking to the media and not when they go to sleep roy keen is is working his pr magic like a sort of Rumpelstiltskin stiltskin mm-hmm. style elf mm-hmm. um that you know to to attack the uh the team when they wake up yeah. so like he is he you know he's in a uniquely weird and bad position with the media um but he he seems to have tied himself up in knots. Like he goes on a weird rant about like when they, after they've beaten Estonia, he goes on a weird rant where they're like happy with you know five points after two uh, two games, and he's like, "Yes, I tell you why I am happy with that, and I will tell you what else, I'm happy that I haven't put don't have to put up with any more your bullshit for another two months. Let me explain." <laughs> and then just goes into this like long rant where he's like, "I'm I'm here, I am. It's Christmas. I'm at the top of the World Cup tree, and I'm laughing. I'm laughing."
4: <laughs> just imagine. I do like, I do wonder whether. How much of what happened later on, whether he, he was retrospectively angry when he wrote the book mm, about Yes, that. I but yeah, this on to me. That's also this is what I, don't,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know, because again, I I just can't. It goes back to the, the, the biggest question I have about this book, which is when is it written? Uh yeah. and I just can't imagine A, he'd have the time. And also that he like there's just so much stuff that you would say differently. I just find there's there's a lot of weird things that he says that are then going to be disproven very quickly like there's a bit where he says like um robbie Keane goes to italy at one point he says mm, something along the lines of mm. he's gonna have an amazing career in italy. yeah he's gonna do so <laughs> yeah. so and by, well. by the next darian is like well <laughs> so robbie's <laughs> a fifth to striker leads." at Leeds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah it's just it's stuff like that where you're like maybe i'd maybe i cut that bit like yeah, yeah, it feels yeah. it feels because it's so raw i don't know if he has gone back but i do i i, I appreciate it. it could it could easily be it, it ne- neither of it makes sense because in a way, I can't understand why this book would exist if you didn't know Ireland were going to do relatively well at the World Cup. So why mm. would Mick McCarthy be bothered, would be bothered, you know, writing all these things down unless he's just keeping a diary but mm. if he keeps a diary where he says fucking media like I would be very upset for him so mm. I don't know I don't know what the answer is I, yeah. I, I'd be interested to know next time you see him in an airport in uh, Bologna, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please tell me
3: yeah don't got don't like him say like um, uh, Andy Walton Suffolk Gazette here because uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, that won't get off on a good start
4: I wanted to mention one other thing about the slight banality of this book when it when it when it, sh- when it shouldn't have been because it is a PR re- release mm-hmm. and there's one there's one thing here which is absolutely extraordinary which is um he's even made up chants that the irish team he heard the irish team sing while they're out there and he has sanitized them i believe he has sanitized them because these are not football chants, right and if you if you were a criminal prosecutor you would point to this and say well clearly this is a battle of character because you're a liar so i can't <laughs> believe anything you said because he says um the air is buzzing with anticipation now. You can hear the chance, And now he lists the chance. he said he could hear from the Irish fans. Get stuck into them. Yeah. Give it a go, lads. <laughs> we didn't bust our balls to get out here and then lie down. <laughs> and my, and my favourite, this is it. This is the World Cup. <laughs>
3: That's chance. <laughs>
1: three, three we out all, of four of no, those are are like uh, Pez chance. Yeah, they yeah, were the yeah, type, yeah, of they, yeah. They're the type of thing yeah, you would see yeah. on a big yeah, uh, on, a banner, like a, on a banner, on a banner, a big banner, yeah, and, yeah, and you'd be yeah, like,
4: yeah, this yeah, is yeah. it. This is the fair, World like, Cup." I, 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 know, I know. But we've all we've all heard that ringing out from the terraces. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. this is it. This is the World Cup. But like that didn't happen. Like those chants didn't happen. They were saying other things. Why didn't he say the other things they were saying? Which was presumably a little bit more.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know, well, why did he, he say he that? He does,
1: al- <laughs> he does also say that he couldn't bear to... Like listen to the fans yes. at this point because he was so afraid of what or what they would say about him and how he would yeah. be like that he wouldn't be welcomed into their syn- them So maybe he's just like in in the absence of being able to remember any of the actual sweary yeah. chants, maybe he's just gone for like the most banal thing you could think of. Where he's like, come but on, is- this is the World Cup,
3: I suppose. Yeah, um I, he just he just he was so he was so alone out there. Oh, <laughs> he he was, was so alone, but he 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 does give us um, the world's uh, worst ever secret as well, just to to finish off one thing with the media, where um, he says I'm asked uh, what I expect from the World Cup Finals, what we'll aim to achieve in Japan and hopefully Korea, and I let the world in on a little secret, we're going to do everything we can to win the World Cup (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Let's move on to the thing we all want to talk about the thing we've all been waiting for, Mr. Roy Keane We finally get to uh, the World Cup, and we, this is when it all really, really, really kicks off. However, um, I think it, it all been brewing for a long time, isn't that right, Andy? He
4: what what he glances over, mm. which is something that would have been used in the diary format, which is something that happened. I, I, if I was writing this book, I would have started this as a flashback to nineteen ninety. Oh god, I to it what's Boston nineteen ninety. Yeah, Boston.
1: Yeah, nineteen ninety two. That's
3: that's I the U S. the U S. Cup.
4: Is the US Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. It was yeah.
3: 92, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a few versions of this story going around, mm-hmm. as Mick ad- ad- acknowledges, but I'll go with the Noel Quinn version because it's brilliant, which is that Noel Quinn and someone else and Roy Keane have been on the, on the piss and then is are late getting to the bus and get on the bus, sort of hungover. Mick McCarthy, who's captain, stands up and says, You all, you all disgrace. You all are an absolute disgrace you know, this is not how you bear on international duty. And he says to Roy Keane, you, first trip out there as an international, disgrace. And Roy Keane says, you, first touch, disgrace. <laughs> that's, that's, and am says the whole bus erupts in laughter because that is an incre- one of the great comebacks. It's a great line. Um, great line. Mick, Mick refuses to countenance whether, because he can't remember whether that's what Roy, Roy Keane said. Mm. But I don't think that's where the argument started, but I think it's, it's a sign that Roy Keane just does not rate this guy no. uh, as a player
3: and at s- all. And spoiler, it It's
4: almost like up- he wasn't best player of the city... Barnsley player of the season three times. It's almost like Roy (laughs) Keane has completely ignored that.
3: But but, um, yeah, uh, that story comes up uh, in Roy's book, a little spoiler. That does come up in there.
4: Um, Right. Does he say he said that? doesn't
3: say the first touchline, I don't think. I think what Roy Keane says, I think Roy Keane says uh, basically just like, fuck off. Is I think what he writes yeah. in his book, which is ninety yeah. percent of the book, is him saying "fuck off" to people. So, uh, it, yeah. it, it can't could wait be that. to read this one. <laughs> it's a good, it is a good book, admittedly. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's, let's let's so that's that's a very good thing to mention because that is the that is definitely like the genesis of mm. uh, the Roy Keane, Mitt McCarthy feud. But I think after, I think it's now useful to do a bit of a blow-by-blow account of what happened uh, thereafter. So it, 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 before in the book he does kind of talk about Roy Keane in a positive light as far as I'm aware. He talks about him a lot in the qualifiers. Like there's a game in one of them. He says like the, I think it's against Cyprus is the most dominant performance he's ever seen at international level. He's really buttering Keane up. It's it's really weird because you know, you know how it ends.
1: So you know what the end point is. It's sort of like if they made a version of Titanic where every five seconds, the captain turned to the camera and went, I love icebergs. (laughs) I think they're great. Look, we don't get on personally. Obviously, we don't get on personally, but conceptually, I think they're incredible. (laughs) It is such a weird decision as a result. You're like, just maybe take those bits out, maybe change
3: them, given what's about to happen. Yeah, that is a a good point. Um, But I'm glad you agree, because I, I, I wasn't sure if it was just me saying that, but he is very, very... Uh, like, there are only there, positive about him.
1: There times. are only a couple of. Th- and also, there are other bits where it's like the, he says, like, oh, the media yet again trying to build up a rift between me yeah, and Keane. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's war between Keane and McCarthy. And it is weird because, again, you're like, if you were writing this, I just can't imagine you writing those words after or in august 2002 because it would be too painful to write to remember a time when you found the idea of a rift between you and roy Keane laughable it just mm. it, it it's interesting in that sense
4: i think i think unless he's trying to because he because he tries to paint himself as being absolutely blindsided so yeah. basically should we do it should we do a brief by brief of what mick says happened so
2: the, the yeah
3: kind of the reason this kicks off which jack did mention earlier They've, they've gone to uh, Saipan, is that it's called? the, Saipan, the yeah. The, yeah the, the, the place they've gone to. And a bunch of things haven't turned up in the post. And in the post, I don't know how you <laughs> go <post>. but, like <laughs> A bunch of like, equipment hasn't turned up and things like that, uh, including Lucozade, which is a really key thing in this book, that they don't yeah. have the lucas the way through it. But none of these things have turned up. Um, and the pitch is really hard and Keane's annoyed about that. But, you know, it's kind of, uh, he's kind of getting on with it. As things goes, then, as Jack mentioned, Roy Keane does this kind of tell all interview where he slags off the whole organisation. Of uh, well, but even even before that, like t-
1: two days before that, he tells Mick McCarthy, "I want to go home."
3: Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, you're right. Of course, I forgot about that. The yeah, interview yeah, happens yes. after, yeah. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. You're this right, is right. what's so
1: weird about that. I mean, the whole thing is bananas. Like, mm. they have this hard pitch. They have the Lucas A, They are qualified for the World Cup. You know, this is amazing. They qualify for the World Cup. They're doing so well. And then Roy Keane just says, like, I want to go home. Yeah. And and Mick McCarthy is, well, as you say, Andy, he, he claims to be blindsided. I think he is blindsided. Do you not think he's blindsided?
4: Uh, I No, I think he is blindsided. But I think that's why he's, that's why he... He's very careful to say there's no rift because yeah. I think he wants to. I want. I think he. Yes, wants he doesn't don't to want to know set either. The, yeah, that's yeah. True. Potentially, yeah. That's yeah. true. But so, yeah, he's. It,
1: it's. It's still. It. It still adds to a sort of a, a weird sense of the whole thing because it. It's. I. I was, I like you guys, I read the first 100 pages very, very slowly, but then I hit, once I got to Saipan, I was like, okay, I'll read this a bit longer. Mm. I stood up to, like, half one mm. reading the Saipan mm. stuff. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. it is legitimately really compelling. Yeah, because I the bit yeah, yeah, yeah. The bit where he's like, okay, I have to call... Oh, uh, my best player wants to leave the the World Cup. I have to call Colin Healy. What am I doing? I can't get through to Colin Healy. What is happening <laughs> right now? It's genuinely yeah. like you you feel like you're falling down a flight of stairs. It's mm-hmm. brilliant.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, but that so 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 Roy says he wants to leave. Mick says okay. I think this is something like sleep like sleep on it. Yeah, and then they ask him the next day, and he's changed his mind. Yeah. And then Mick says, Are you definitely sure? Because I can't have you backing out. And then Roy changes his mind again, I think annoyed so to be and annoyed to, for Mick to suggest he might change the mind and want to pull out of the World Cup, despite the fact he's just done that. Yeah, that and then,
1: I and do, then he, yeah. that's, that's, and he goes
4: back and forth, and then he goes, There's still, a, there's still an idea that there could be a, a, a date on, and he will come back.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but then then he has that. This is again why it's so confusing. He says like, "I'm staying. It's great." Then they have like a meeting with journalists, and that's where he does a horrible interview with the yeah. um with the with the people in the paper. That where yeah, he really sneakily
3: as well. It's really actually you don't think of um you think of Rokey as somebody who says like things to people's faces, but it's quite sneaky how he it's walks really off sneaky. and then does it with the the media and then yeah, just it, especially because it becomes so explosive afterwards and he, d- he doesn't yeah. mind saying things to people's faces after that but at that point it really is a little a little ratty behavior i don't actually, I don't, but, actually but, let me take that off the record i don't want to call Roykin a rat no call a gonna, rat. I
4: i'll, I I'll call him a rat a little I, rat sneak <laughs> I, I think is, he's got severe emotional problems i <laughs> I, 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 com- I completely <laughs> I, I i think there
1: might be something in that because like mm. the way he says it's wait not till you, you read his, his book jack next week so yeah wait yeah it's not like the way he's like because when he says to mick mccarthy originally i want to go Uh, mick mccarthy is like okay is it me is it the team is it the the fact that we didn't have the you know is is the grounds really hard is like he's looking for excuses or not excuses he's looking for reasons that he can change things and and roy keeps on saying nope it's personal i can't go into it it's personal and then obviously when he talks to these journalists it's not that it's it's everything you listed yeah (laughs) everything you listed and it's nothing to do with me it's all to do with Mm -hmm. uh the the players and the um the fact that the Irish FA don't back them. Um, and also yeah. McCarthy is horrible.
3: And compared to May United, that everything is so unprofessional the way it seems. Yeah. He doesn't like coming there and he feels it's below him, basically, the way it works.
4: Yeah, And and then, and then, and then he tries, and then Mick McCarthy calls Colin Healy up as a replacement. Uh, but, then, but then that goes wrong because at, at the time in which he called Mick McC- uh, Colin Healy up, Roy then mm-hmm. is, might come back. So they don't... They, they missed the deadline. Take they account. have to submit yeah, Roy yeah. Keane. Yeah. They miss a deadline to, to to swap out Roy Keane for yes, Connie yeah. And so Connie Heaney m- m- misses out of the World Cup, and they're a man light. And then, and basically, it, it's they're trying to they're still trying to get him back to the World, still trying to get him back to the World Cup. And everyone is saying, "Do you want to? Do you want him to come back to the World Cup? Do you want him to come back to the World Cup?" He's, he's going to have to apologize. He's going to have to apologize. He's going to have to phone me up and apologize. And it does feel like he could have come back from the World Cup right up until probably the first game. Yeah, I would yeah. say if he'd absolutely. Wrong. But I think we're missing out one bit, which is the bit which really annoyed Roy Keane. Was after Roy Keane gives that interview yep. about the things, Mick goes and confronts Mick. Basically, calls a team meeting yep, yep, yep. and in front of everyone else, talk, calls Roy out about that. That and that Roy was says, a mistake. You should have done it. You should have done it one to one. But I think that's a bit but, but he didn't do the interview one to one. Like he didn't go to Mick about
3: the But this is the biggest bit. This, this is when Roy goes absolutely unhinged. Uh, as yeah. mixer, this is yeah. when he's he's calling everyone. Uh, well, actually, unlike uh, Andy Walton, this podcast, Mick McCarthy refuses to put swear words in the book, but yeah, um, the he coward. does say he does say uh, he says. Uh, and he's fuming now and the room's stunned. No one can get a word in as he rants on. For about eight minutes, I'm every expletive from C to W. I was a crap player. I'm a crap manager. I'm a crap coach. I can't organise training. I can't make decisions. I can't get inside players' heads. I can't manage people, even though I've been managing him with kids' gloves for six years now. I'm an effing C word, an effing W word. He has no respect for me at all as a manager or a player. He only has respect for Sir Alex Ferguson. He bizarrely claims I don't want him in the squad. And then this goes on for... He tells him to shove the World Cup up my effing ass. Uh, and then this continues for three or four pages this kind yeah. of stuff and that this is when and yeah. I, I I don't want to study the, the book next week but I do come down on Mitt McCarthy's side here because I do believe that he probably is telling the truth with a lot of this I can, yeah. I can totally picture Roy Keane like of losing course, just his head losing it, yeah. in this moment yeah, yeah, or, or, yeah
4: also because there are literally fifth by definition there are sort of 22 witnesses to yeah, yeah, yeah who, yeah, to who then say bit, oh, i
1: don't want this man back <laughs> like yeah, it, don't it's want this it's, back. it's not as if mick mccarthy has said like this is what the story is guys we, like i i think this i'm pretty sure this happened
4: and i just and clinton morrison tells a story about being in that room at that time i forget he was at the world cup world. i totally forgot yeah i know i know and, and 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 Clinton Morrison says at one point Roy Keane says you're not even like proper Irish, and Clinton's like and I fucking got my head down at that point because <laughs> yeah, yeah, <yeah>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like East London boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah at that,
1: yeah. that point you're like goodbye. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it, I think that there's something like I uh, Mick isn't a saint in this book at all, but mm-hmm. that bit is just the bit where he wet where mick is listing all the things that roy is saying about him and he says later on like imagine the best midfielder in the world your player saying those things to you on the eve of a world cup and Mm. it is like like the stomach just goes out of you it's it's horrible it's like it's it's so upsetting even if you don't think that mccarthy is that good with tactics and, Mm. and that good at like getting into players heads it's just an awful thing to have to put up with mm. and obviously you, he can't come back like at, it just
3: it, no I'm, he can't come back and but, i think by this point the lucas a's already turned up as well what's the problem
4: i would say at that point there's no defense of that but i think in retrospect mick i think had Mick possibly gone to roy's be- bedroom yeah yep. and said and said privately possibly as a way back then but then i do think i do think roy just wanted to leave I, and i do uh, yeah. just think I think I don't think if he'd have come to his bedroom, Roy would have gone. Oh, fair play, I respect you going man's man. I think he would have found another reason.
1: I th- I, go, I agree uh, with
3: either. that. So overall, we're saying mm, we're going coming down on the side of Mick McCarthy. Do we think for now until until next episode at least, Jack?
1: I think I can only come down on the side of Mick McCarthy. Yeah. Anyone who uses words like "see star star star" <laughs> to their manager, I can't. I can't abide. Cloud. Um, who could believe but, it? <laughs> yeah. But I do. I mean, I, look, I. I think that the underdog thing is is right, and I do think that I just. Uh, there's no situation in which I think that I can't see. Roy Keane's actions are justifiable. Yeah. I think you could say like oh Mick McCarthy could have done more to stop it and like oh Roy Keane is a good enough player that means that you should try harder to 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 bring him there. But I just there's no way I could say like the Mix Mix made some mistakes but Roy's clearly
4: in the wrong.
3: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And and Andy, you're similar hi, position. I I
4: I I I'm, I think Mick has made some mistakes, but I, I don't think the mistakes he's made are the mistakes that Roy can criticised him for. Yeah, Roy absolutely. Right, Criticize him yeah. for the for the preparations, yeah, yeah, yeah. which seem to me to be fine. Yeah. But there is stuff that he does deserve criticism for. For example, they get drunk d- between games oh, yeah. while at the World Cup, that yeah. which is honestly wild. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is yeah. Absolutely, this is 2002. Wenger's been at Arsenal for six years. Yeah, it's mad. Is it, is, it, it is. It is very absolutely mad.
1: It's very strange as the
4: sense way says. Some proponents of the modern game will frown at alcohol intake in the middle of a World Cup. Some will slam it as traditionalist, a relic of a bygone age. Rubbish. We don't play Saudi till Tuesday.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: the most important the sp- match like, of their, and, like, yeah. and this is Monday I know, afternoon. Like sp- <laughs> I know. And the sports and the sports psychology. I love the sports psychology. Taff has stuck a big smiley face on the message board and written "no regrets" in capitals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, there's stuff like that. You think if I was Roy Keane, I would, I would be. This is annoying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I would be yeah. annoying. Mm-hmm. But that never seems to be the thing he does criticise him for, No. Yeah. No. And the lack of tactics. He seems to criticising because the the pitch was hard. Yeah. Well, oh, come on, mate. It's it's the Far East. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not been ready. And also, <laughs> yeah. like, there's not
1: much you can do. Like, yeah. Just because. Oh, yeah. 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 It, he was looking for excuses. I, yeah, agree.
3: I, I agree. I agree. I agree. And overall, did we enjoy the book, um, Andy? You liked it.
4: Uh, I I I enjoyed the first two-thirds of the book two out of ten. I enjoyed the last third of the book eight out of ten. So I think it averaged out of five out of ten. Okay, okay, mm.
3: that's fair enough. I'm actually just because I, I I agree, I really didn't enjoy the beginning at all. Um, but I did like the end a lot. So similarly, I'm gonna go for a six. I'm gonna go for a six, actually, I think. Jack?
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go for a six as well. And okay. because again, I I didn't like the didn't like the start, but actually once you got to the end i was sort of like i understand why you had to do that at the start because you have to you have to stick your flag down somewhere and say remember what we achieved Mm -hmm. Um, and therefore i can respect that
3: and also we've all got a soft spot for mick i think that which uh, makes you want to enjoy it right yeah so you got you got 5.66 that's pretty good that's pretty good it's right 5.66 that's for this Look, podcast. If, if he offered that's... that before he before he got on the, the he, he wouldn't get on the bus, so it's
4: fine. <laughs> if you offered him that before he picked up the pen, he <laughs> wouldn't even write the book. <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
3: the, the key question actually, was it better than Jonathan Franson's book? Yeah.
4: Oh, it shits all over Francis. <laughs> <honestly. laughs> yeah, there cool. was almost nothing about the 2002 World Cup in Franzen's book. I mean I was I was like, we're five pages from the end and he's not even touched on this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kevin but me in the once. final three pages he goes into real depth about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he didn't think Gary Doty was a striker either um <laughs> time for this week's quiz uh on the quiz you are named after other missing items that belatedly turned up to Ireland's training camp Andy you're a training bib and Jack you're Nivea suncream. there we go Thank so you. shout out your name if you think you know the answer to the question uh question number one which member of the Ireland squad organises who wants to do millionaire-style quizzes on away trips?
4: Oh no! Trading bib. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a punt at No. Quinn.
3: No, Unfo- unlucky. Yeah. Unlucky. Uh, um, only only twenty two others to rule out. <laughs>
4: Yeah, do I lose a point? Because if I don't, the, the, this flawed this quiz. Because I can just say training bib twenty one other times. You can be try right. And be go, could long, so. go for
3: it. Go for it. Yeah, uh, keep going. N- Nivea sun cream. Yep. Uh, Staunton. Nope. Anyone else? I've got a guess. I'll give we'll, you one we'll, more we'll guess. We'll trade each. on off. We'll you trade one, on, one off. Uh, yeah. Training
4: bib. Gary, training bib. training bib. Gary Breen. <laughs> no. <Nope, not correct. laughs> Nivea sun guess. cream.
1: Ian
3: Hart.
4: I don't nope. think this is gold content if we just list out the.
3: Actually,
4: I know it's my first I'll give, podcast. I'll give, but I'll, I'll, I'll
3: give you a point if you can name the whole team. Uh, no, it's uh, it's Kenny Cunningham is the answer. Oh, no, so
4: never Oh, that's, well, that's the, that's very much in the Gary Breen envelope. Yeah, I agree. Um,
3: well, number two. A, a player from Ireland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two. Which Ireland player do the rest of the team trick into thinking Kylie Minogue and L. McPherson have left messages for him? Oh, oh. Nibby uh, because uh, I'm going down. Training, babe, gets an because Jack going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yep. Who get do, um, it's you. It's uh, you. Jason Mac, Jason is correct. Our old friend yeah. Jason McAteer. Um Love Question that. number three. I could, I, I, Do you know what?
4: I that led me to Google whether they, they, they were in a relationship. Him and Cardi Minogue Oh because I thought it was like a player oh the player Jason McAteer like because uh, sure. you know footballers you know that, I thought maybe that was the
3: real Kylie and Jason all along <laughs> Jason yeah. McAteer <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, um, yeah He uh, and also they keep mentioning an advert Jason McAteer was in over and over again which yeah, I oh, like, the, like it's the which,
1: funniest thing in the world yeah I, I don't know what this advert yeah, is yeah 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 um, and gosh, also the, yeah. When, when he gets just very quickly when he gets injured it's the, it's like Mick McCarthy's first thought is they'll have to pull the Carlsberg advert
3: so
4: it's what do they run instead? It is funny watching PR people choose who's going to be a starter World Cup before the World Cup. Yeah, there was a James Madison <gasps> like so boohoo. Yeah, um, advert yeah. all over the tube during the World Cup. I was like before in the in the previous tournament, mm. maybe you've been jammed it, and then like, he was like, he he didn't go, oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't go.
3: That was so oh, funny. that? Yeah. Um, Three, what was the name of the Japanese stadium where Ireland played their first game versus Cameroon? Oh, uh, A. Nivea Sun Cream. There's answers. Uh, a, Big Swan, B, Massive Goose, or C, and Duck?
1: A, Big Swan, because that was one of my outer contacts.
3: Is was, correct. Uh,
1: they, they, they invited us in to look at the Big Swan. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> it, is a really, it is a really funny name. Um, question four, what was the name of the South Korean Irish bar the players frequent in Seoul? Oh, Nivea Sun Cream. Yep. Oh, Kim's. That's correct. Very good. <laughs> well, done. A great name. Great name. It's a great uh, name. Uh, and five. There's a few points available here. Jack's winning 2-1, but you can just pull it back, Andy. If you can get, uh, there's three answers I've got here. Uh, name anyone who sent Mick McCarthy a thank you card for the Irish run in the World Cup. Oh, Nivea Suncream? Yeah. Uh, Tony Blair? Yes. Correct. I don't know why he sent one. I know. Uh, I remember thinking that was weird. That was why. Yep. He... Yep. Bono? Yes, oh, that's very good. Training I... bib wasn't the 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 president of either T-shirt. Uh, uh,
2: know, it, it, it was it? the president.
3: Sox. President Mary McAleese. Is that you? Never yeah. pronounced. Yeah. yeah, Mary yeah, yeah. That is correct. Yeah, Mary. Uh, very good, very good, Andy. You got all three of them. um So you all paid attention to this very long book, and I'm very impressed. <laughs> um But congratulations, Jack. You won that, and you've won this week's ken zong Hooray! Just what you wanted. Um, I must admit, I can't remember who sent this request in. <laughs> Sorry. But if it was you, you'd be very happy in a second. Uh, here it is. To the tune of Shirley Bassey's Big Spender. The minute you stepped on the pitch, mm-hmm. I could see you were a man of distinction. Bolo Zenden. <laughs> Good looking, <luck laughs> So refined. Turns you inside <laughs> out and leaves you trailing behind. He's gonna slip straight up the wing. It's a long one. Uh, <laughs> and above the crossroad. Right <laughs> as you're breaking free. Bolo Zenden. Ba, Score ba, ba, Score another goal for me. Ken Zong. Lovely. Beautiful, Ken. Lovely. Good. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, Lovely pretty, from yeah, Ken Zong. Ken's back to Ken's back on form. After I think last time um someone tried to show him up, right? Someone else became Ken Zong for the week. It was uh we had a we had a one set, someone sent their own one in.
1: So yeah and then uh, Ken called him a, a, a wanker yeah, and yeah, a yeah, c yeah. word and <laughs> yeah, yeah. said he'd never wasn't able to get inside the heads of a <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, popular artist <laughs>
3: exactly exactly <laughs> uh that is all for this week's episode we'll be back in a fortnight if you can't wait that long join the book club club on patreon book where members of the club get a brand new exclusive bonus chapter episode every other week where we chat even more about the book it's 350 to join please do or just support us for a pound head to patreon.com forward slash football book club in the meantime, do get in touch with us at Footy Book Club on Twitter. Instagram at Football Book Club. Send us your thoughts, your Ken Zong requests. Um, Andy, thank you so much for coming on. Oh,
4: absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
3: It was a joy. Um,
4: <laughs> Am and- I supposed to say something funny then? No.
3: Nope. Yeah. Come on. Said- <laughs> you said things funny for the last hour. It's fine. Have a rest. Um, any Anything to plug? <laughs> huh? <laughs> anything to plug? What? <laughs> anything to plug? Nope. <laughs> uh,
4: trying Series 4 out in... Um- uh march i think march this oh, cool. in in two months I, Well, depending on when this, this show's coming out and i do think it's better than series 3 because i was having a bit of a breakdown during series 3 okay, so i would i would suggest if you if even if you mildly dislike series 3 i watch Series 4. <laughs> and if you like Series 3, you're going to fucking love Series
2: 4. <laughs>
4: what if you're like,
1: not, the writer's not having enough of a breakdown in
4: this series? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You will be I think I've got the breakdown, I've got the sweet spot now. Okay. Oh, interesting. I think okay, i it's certainly not happy, but it's just somewhere, <laughs> just mild crisis. It's about right.
3: Good to hear. With, uh, the, the Mick McCarthy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, Mick McCarthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could write the film version of uh of the Roy Keane Mick McCarthy incident,
4: I did wonder whether there was there was there was I mean it probably would have been done before now, but I did wonder whether there there was a drama in this. I mean, yeah. there really should have been. Yeah, it's Definitely surprising sure. it hadn't been tried. For sure. certainly a play, mm. one of those plays they have.
3: I think we should keep discussing this in the bonus chapter. Um, we'll be back yeah. with Roy Keane's explosive Keane: The Autobiography in a fortnight, where we'll be joined by the brilliant comedian Gronie Maguire That's all for us. Any last words? Big swan, big swan, big swan, big swan <laughs> is the last word. See you later, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, and Andy Walton. It was created and produced by James Bug. The theme music Hills Behind is the work of Silent Partner and is used in a Creative Commons 4.0 license. Thanks to Mitt McCarthy for writing the book. We'll see you in a fortnight for part two and Keen, the autobiography.
1: love the sound of dial-up, lost your job in a financial crash which wasn't your fault, and know where you were when Diana died, then you are probably a zenial. In which case, the Zenial Dome podcast is for you. Interview guests include Stefan Guerrero.
0: There was a bottle of wine in the shape of the World Cup trophy.
3: Nish Kumar. This is like the third <laughs> conversation I've had about Encarta in the last week and a half.
1: Jess Phillips. Very performatively taking the contraceptive pill. And so many more zenials With interview. Reviews, mini-episodes covering Xenial history and a MySpace page. This is the show for Xenials or those who wish to understand them. I do not fancy Matthew (laughs)
2: LaTissier.
1: That's the Xenial Dome, spelt with an X, with Gareth Gwynn and Esild Sears. Available wherever you get your podcasts.